Welcome to StatsCast. This uh, Wednesday, August the 4th, 2021 at 7.47am. Rooney and I have actually been out walking for uh, you know, five, ten minutes or so already. But we didn't start podcasting because the uh, area that we were walking past was filled with noise of uh, chainsaws. A pine tree has fallen down and uh, they are removing it. What a noise! I actually came out early because we have not managed to hear any significant bird song or get any good sightings of wildlife for a while. So we thought we'll come out a little bit earlier and see if we can find anything, but uh, so far, <laughs> not. But we don't give up hope, do we, Runes? Oh, there's a few swallows cheeping and flying overhead en masse. So, yeah, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Quizás, quizás. That's Spanish for perhaps. Um, so, anyway, thank you for joining us. Oh, we've got, uh, I suppose we've got a mixed bag for you this week. But, uh, well, you can hear Rooney jingling and jangling along beside me. This is going to be my last walk with Rooney for three days. I'll explain why in a minute. Anyway, off we go. Well, if you do hear the kind of roar of a chainsaw in the background, it'll fade. We're uh, moving further and further away from it. You may just get barked at. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's the old uh, German Shepherd. He's getting used to us. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> and his little white pug companion. We know where the ambush is set, don't we, Runes? We all normally makes us jump out of our skins, but I know he's not there today. Good. Peace and quiet. So, well, I have to say, it's been a funny period. I mean, as far as the local environment is concerned, it's beautiful as ever. Weather's actually a little cooler, but that's because we're up earlier, I think. It's only about 75 right now, but there's another 25 degrees to go. Still in Fahrenheit, I'm afraid, sorry. But um, I would say it's a little cooler at night and uh, not at all uncomfortable. It does get, you know, pretty sizzling during the day. Oh, there's another dog barking at us. Here is he whimpering. You don't like being barked at, do you? <laughs> so yeah. Weather-wise, very, very pleasant. And uh, <laughs> the owner's getting annoyed. Is that dog barking? I'm not surprised. 
Okay, we're powering up the steep part of the hill now. Note, less huffing and puffing. Because we're getting fit, aren't we, Runes? We are getting mountain fit. Uh, there's a blackbird. You hear him? <laughs> Two of them, I think. What's that little chattering? Is that another call of a blackbird or is it a different, different bird? Hello. That's oh, nice to hear them. <laughs> I kind of miss them. We go out in two hours' time and it's. Well, you can hear insects, crickets, and you know, all that sort of stuff. They haven't started yet. They get going once the heat really climbs. Oh, now this is Rooney's little favourite poop spot. You do your thing there, Rooney. Heck of a good view from here. Well, that's a little, little kind of hazy over there in the far distance. The sea looks calm, but uh, a little bit of haze in the air. That's okay. So yeah, it's a funny time at the moment. Well, for a number of reasons. Maybe I'm just sensitised to the wrong things, but uh, I suppose the one of the prevailing items in the uh, media and in the world right now is the Olympic Games in Japan. And, uh, yeah, like everything else, it's been affected by COVID to its detriment. My, my kind of abiding memory will be watching, you know, yeah, last night I was watching Brazil play Mexico in the football semi-finals. And, uh, Spain, who are they playing? But anyway, the two semi-finals of the World Cup Olympic football games, you know, amazing teams, not a soul in the stadium except for the players and the people on the sidelines. It, it's, it's not supposed to be that way. Yes, we can all watch it on TV, but, you know, even on TV, you get the adrenaline flow from the crowd. When you watch an empty stadium, it's like watching a training match. Anyway, both of them went to extra time. One of them went to uh, penalties and poor old Spain were knocked out. Whoop. We've had a belly full of that with the, <laughs> the Euro 2020 finals as well. But uh, that's how England got knocked out, as usual. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the other thing I would say is that um, England, uh, Britain, team, team GB, as they call them, do quite well, actually. I think they've got, like, 17 goals or something. But it doesn't carry the same feverish excitement that it used to when I was younger. You know, the kids, well, I call them the kids, but well, they're not kids. But Maya and Josh, they're interested. You know, they say, can we turn on the Olympics? Let's see what's happening. You know, and, and hats off, credit to them for, for showing that amount of interest. But, you know, it's not 
like it used to be. Maybe I'm just getting old. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, but and you pick up the, you know, the paper now, and it's a bit like with the Book of Revelations. It's a bit like fire, pestilence, war, and death. You know, that's the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. It seems to be the uh, you know the favourite themes. <laughs> Whatever newspaper you pick up. And yeah, there's plenty of all of it. The uh, the thing at the moment is is uh, well, coronavirus has been the you know the, the uh, thing that's held us hostage for the last year and a half. But all these variants now it's the Delta variant. The Delta variant is a is a problem. And just as the UK has decided to be the world's massive laboratory experiment for, uh, for coronavirus by really removing most of the restrictions that have been in place for a long time. The Delta variant kind of rips through the country at a rate of, I don't know, 40,000 infections a day or something. <coughs> so what they... <laughs> and Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister's teetering on the edge of having to having to go back on on his policy but I suppose what they're what they're kind of dealing with is well they've got something like 95% of the adult population vaccinated and you know most of the uh, rest of the population at least one jab double vaccinated and most of the rest of the population at least one jab so the, the question is is that enough? Will it protect enough against Delta virus impacts? And how will people behave? You know, I must say, we, we went out for dinner uh, last week with uh, a couple over from the UK with their family. And um, Carolyn and Nick Sprigg and they were heavily masked up when we met them on the pavement before we went into the restaurant. And we thought, that's a bit odd. You know, yes, you have to wear your masks in Spain if you're in, uh, you know, going into a restaurant before you get to your table, but you don't have to wear your mask out on the street. And, you know, as soon as we met them, they said, oh my God, we're sorry, we don't worry, we've been tested, but Saskia, their daughter, has caught coronavirus. And what? It does seem like there's, uh, I mean, you can read about it in America and the UK and all over the place, that coronavirus is just surging. But, you know, you're even sort of coming across more people now that have got somebody in the family who's got coronavirus. <coughs> so, there's that. Not a particularly pleasing you know, situation. And then you've got, <laughs> you've got, uh, you know, all kinds of climate change issues ravaging around the world. You know, in Germany and in Holland, you know, the, the, the floods have just ripped up the country, you know, like a rag doll. 
I'm just thrown around. And I think 200 people have been killed at least. And these torrential floods, they, you know, they've had like a year's worth of rain in one day. Can't cope. You know, you see photographs, and it's not just there, you know, it's, it's in Asia as well. You see photographs of subways, people up to their necks in water. You know, you've got record temperatures in Canada and Western United States. Temperatures well over 100 or well over 40. <laughs> so yeah, there's fire, pestilence, famine. Oh yeah, famine. Have we, have we got famine? Yes, we do. Ethiopia. Oh God. Again. And uh, Eritrea. You know, they're denying it, saying, no, 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 there's no problem here, but you know, the world knows better. And death. Well, <laughs> this is a cheerful podcast, isn't it? <laughs> so the four horsemen of the apocalypse are riding through the planet, laying waste to humanity. Runes, what are we going to do about it, Runes? I'll tell you what we're going to do about it. This is why you and I are not going to be out walking much in the next uh, three days. You are going to be looked after <laughs> by somebody else again. And we are going to take off and go to Mallorca <laughs> and stay on our friend's boat, our friend's yacht, for three nights. How about that? If in trouble, take a vacation. <laughs> well, you know, good enough advice, isn't it? They put wringing your hands and renting your clothing, <laughs> wearing a camel hair shirt or a horse hair shirt and whipping yourself. No, 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 none of that. We shall go to Mallorca. And you will be looked after by Avril, Carol Fox's uh, house guest, who's going to stay in our house whilst we're away, Runes, and she loves you. In fact, she spoils you. Rotten. So, what's he doing? Don't, don't fall down the edge there, Runes. Uh, too close, Runic, too close to the edge. Come back. My God, he's on the edge of a precipice. There may be an interesting scent down there, but you're not going after it. So that's what we're going to do. I told you in the last podcast about Emenu and our friends Karen and Tack. Well, their voyage has continued. They've sailed from Estepona off to Formentura. I can't say that right. Formentura, I think. That's the little island just off of Ibiza. Well, they've got a really cool app. I can, I can see where they are and you know, how many knots they're <laughs> travelling at and all that. Uh, so they went to Formentura, um, spent you know, a couple of nights there, and then they've gone off to Mallorca. And they said to us, well, why don't you come and join us? So, of course, I, I was reluctant to begin with, as I always am, <laughs> stick in the mud. Christina was, yeah, yeah, let's go. Maya, yeah, let's go. And... Uh, Josh, of course, is, is with us. So, you know, he's invited too. They're very so generous, Karen and Tack. Anyway, I, I was out walking uh, really the other day, and I came across Toby walking his dog, Vegas, and his dogs are plural, Vegas and Lucy. In fact, I met them round about where we are now, Runes. And uh, 
you know, I said, how's things? And he said, oh, I've just come back from Mallorca. I said, really? He said, yeah, fabulous time. I was on a boat. I said, really? He said, yeah, I, th I think I had the best time of my life. <laughs> well, of course, that rather brought to the front of my mind the offer of going to stay on uh, Emanu. He said, oh, I said, you know, I, I have an opportunity to go and stay on a boat in Mallorca. He said, well, go. You've got to. It's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> so I came back and I said, all oh, right, I think I will come. She said, well, what changed your mind? I said, I met Toby out on a walk. She said, wait, you met Toby out on a walk and he convinced you, and yet I've been trying to convince you for the last five days to go. And you've been saying, no, no, no. You meet Toby and you say, all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes that's what it takes. It was not just that. I, I didn't want to leave you ruined. But then Avril, who has proved to me her affection for you, she's staying on because she's having a good time in Spain. So uh, it all seemed to fall into place. Life's like that sometimes. Having just said the world's falling apart. <laughs> Yeah, you see, you can't look at it like that. You have to look at the microcosm as well as the macrocosm. And the microcosmic level, all right, aren't we, Runes? Yeah. Yeah, none of this complaining. So, uh, life continues to be good. And I must admit, I'm not looking forward to it. You know, having had our own boat, not, not nothing like Emanu, I mean, that's a... That's, mentioned last time, beautiful, beautiful, you know, 62 foot, uh, fully furnished and l luxury accommodation, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, motorboat, ours was only a 27 foot cabin cruiser, but still, you know, we had our fun on that, but I was thinking, well, my boating days are over, but they're not, are they? No, no, no. So, uh, we've got that to look forward to. I think we're gonna just go back this way, friends. So that's all rather pleasant. And uh, we've got, um, Josh is still here with us at the moment. Uh, and it's going well, I have to say. It's very good for the soul to see Maya and Josh together because, you know, they are lovely together. You know, they're both, they both carry a lot of what I call EQ. Well, not just me, a lot of people call it EQ. They kind of, Maya says, reads the social cues. They get it. You know, and obviously living together for over a long period of time in a small house. There are moments of tension, you know, mostly moments of happiness and joy. But, you know, much fewer, I have to say, than uh, might, might occur. It's really pleasant. You know, we've been on the River Canyon Walk with them. Well, at least I have. And uh, it was great. It was really great. You know, and they're enthusing about it. Maya's a bit nervous of the River Walk, but Josh was all right with it. God. There was one point, there's a rope that uh, you cling onto to get over a kind of a dam, which is like a 20-foot wall. And uh, the water flows around the side of it. 
which is the way you go. But the rope's gone. <laughs> so the only way you can really get down, you can't grab anything. It's all kind of been, all the sort of rock has been worn smooth by, you know, thousands of years of, of water flowing over it. So there's nothing you can grab onto. And however hard you try, there's one point you just, you, cut, you just go and you go hurtling down to the bottom and uh, into a sort of fairly shallow pool. It caused about an hour's blockage because everybody, you know, didn't want to, everybody had to sort of steal themselves with courage to just take off, but they did. Anyway, we did that. We, uh, you know, we've had all kinds of lovely evenings on the terrace. We've been watching TV together, the Olympics, Clarkson's Farm. Really good. I mean, there are very few nights, actually, that we've managed to, um, you know, just stay in. <laughs> but anyway, that's all good. And uh, we've got Carol Fox still staying, not with us. She's uh, rented a house. She initially rented it for six weeks, but uh, I said to her the other day, I said, how many weeks have you got left? She said, well, till the end of August at the moment. So at the moment? I said, yeah. I haven't really got anything to go back for. Which, I don't know, it was a slightly melancholy statement. She said, except for my dog. <laughs> but she's thinking of staying on. Ooh, that's the big crane. It's quite a way away, but you can hear it from everywhere in the village when it does that. Yeah, so she might stay on. She's got her boyfriend, John. He arrived a couple of nights ago. John's not been very well. I think it might be that kind of thing where when you're working, you can kind of suppress any latent kind of exhaustion or illness. Because, hey, wait, wait, runes, runes, come in. Car coming. Wait, runes, come in. Thank you. You can suppress any, uh, any latent problems by just sheer adrenaline and force of will. But then, uh, whoa, 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 Winnie, come here, come here, be careful. <laughs> you are a bit of a fool with the cars. And then you go on vacation and what happens is your, bo your body says, okay, no need to bottle it all up now, have at me. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Annie any sort of underlying issues because we've come to the fore and you get laid low I think that's possibly what's happened with John <laughs> his little doggy <laughs> hello <laughs> oh fun <laughs> here we go yeah I think I think they do recognize each other yeah yeah. yeah Rooney's, Rooney's very playful and yours very playful. Hello. Yeah, Hello, so sweetheart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rooney loves stuff. There we go. Really <laughs> He's a big baby, aren't you, Rooney? So this is the only time of the day we can actually walk them without getting into a yeah. sweat. Yes. <laughs> well, Rooney, don't go too far. 
Where, where is your place? Down there? Just right here. This is roomy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, then you've been with my parents. Sarah and George. Oh, yes, we have, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's your parents, yeah. right? I didn't realise this was... Charlie, yeah. this is the famous King Charles. Oh, this is Charlie. Oh, I didn't realise that. They, they recognise, they see each other around. It's, isn't it funny how people know each other by their dogs? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, we had drinks with them the other night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was great fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? still puppy six months, so... So He's really cute. So he travels with you to and from the Netherlands, does he? Yeah, he travels. He, tra he, he, yeah. can, he can come in the cabin with you yeah. then, can he? And he? Yeah. He really goes everywhere with me. Charlie? Charlie? Here? <laughs> Charlie? Rooney, Rooney, stop. Here? Yeah, I've, I've come out without my leash, which is... That's okay. <laughs> come in, come in. Oh, he listens better. This little rascal's... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. He's a we, pup, so I don't trust him yet. He's, he's pretty good, but I stupidly left it. I put his harness on and uh, came out without, <laughs> without the, the leash, so. I do but he's, he's pretty good. Uh, Rebecca, are you going to go all the way around the, the big... Yeah, I'm just going uh, behind. Yeah, in the Madronal sort of walk. Yeah, that's yeah, what we've just done. Yeah, doesn't always get picked up over there, does yeah. it? Anyway, have a nice walk. See you, Charlie. Bye. <laughs> Good boy. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. You see, she didn't know who I was, really. But when I started to say Rooney, she said, oh, that's Rooney. Well, then you know my parents. <laughs> George and Sarah. Yes, we do. As a matter of fact, uh, we had had them over for drinks. George and Sarah are the ones who are putting up the giant house, the one that's got the big crane. This is going to be the largest house in the whole area. But it's only through you that they, her daughter, their daughter knew who I was, Runes. So that happens all the time, doesn't it? <laughs> you are more famous than I am, Rooney. <laughs> anyway, where was I? Probably rambling. Yeah. So yes, we had that. We had um, we had a drinks party. Uh, when was that? I think it might have been last Friday night. Yeah, I think it was last Friday night and uh, the reason we had them over was not particularly because we know them but we know Sarah's mum and dad Leo and uh, Rookie because Leo and Rookie are, again through you Rooney they, they often are out walking oh, I've come across them many times so got to know them and then they sort of said, oh yeah, you know, once we saw Sarah and George in a car and they sort of stopped and they said, oh, these are my parents. I mean, <laughs> sorry, this is my daughter and uh, son-in-law. 
So that's how we got to know them. Ruins you are the glue that keeps oh, everybody together. Wait, stop, stop, stop. We need, wait there, wait there. <laughs> Quite a few cars. <sighs> so yeah, this is a nice time of the day to walk. So yeah, we've got big excitement today. <clears throat> We're gonna be going on an aeroplane to Mallorca. It's only about an hour. So I've traveled up to Malaga, get on the uh, flight, get off in Mallorca, and then take a taxi to the uh, marina. But I think they're actually anchored rather than in the marina, so we'll have to call them. And uh, they've got a little, little dinghy, little tender. They can come and get us. Quite exciting rooms. Yeah. So, we're having a holiday within a holiday. Which is quite something. And then when we get back, we've got to come back. We probably wouldn't be coming back on Saturday were it not for the fact that we have Ella come arriving on Sunday. The last of our summer house guests. Now, if you are a long-time follower of Stutzcast, you might recall Ella, Gabriella. She, uh, lovely, lovely girl. She uh, came on a ski break with us when we went up to Vermont. And uh, she's the one who I accidentally trod on her big toe with my ski boot on. <laughs> Blacked her big toe. I think the toenail ended up falling off. See what a clumsy oaf I am. Ella is so sweet. When it happened, you know, in the sort of the scuffle and scram of, of when you get into your apartment after a day of skiing and everybody's huffing and puffing trying to get their ski boots off, I didn't realise, whoop, stay here, stay here, whoop, 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 stay there. I didn't realise that I'd accidentally trodden on her toe. The poor little thing didn't even squeal. <laughs> she was just wriggling around in agony. And then... Uh, when I realised what I'd done, I was mortified. And she said, no, 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 it's my fault. I put my toe in the wrong place. That's how sweet she is. <laughs> God. Anyway, I will make sure that I do not tread on her toes. <sighs> and she comes to stay. Uh, she's my friend from high school. So we're looking forward to that. And there'll be an overlap. Because uh, Josh is still here till the, oh, I think, the 14th or something of August. And he goes back, and then Ella will be here, just Ella and Maya. And then uh, that's it. No more guests, well, that we know about. So, how about that, Ruth? What do you think? He says, yeah, you're just going to leave me, aren't you? Well, I think we should move into the clothes now. What do you think, Rooney? We've got a lot of to do. Yes, he says, into the clothes you go. And so be it. Actually, having said this is the last walk I'm going to be going on, on with you, Rooney, for the next three days, that's not true. <clears throat> because at 10 o'clock, 
we're going out again with Avril, who wants me to give her a guided tour of where I walk here. So you're gonna get two walks this morning. Bruce, come on, <laughs> what is he sniffing? Sometimes he gets completely distracted by uh, something that he smells. <laughs> So, yeah, I, ha I have to say, I mean, I know you're going to sort of <laughs> hate me for saying it, but uh, living here is still a complete, complete pleasure and success. No mortgage. <clears throat> what I have done is put the finishing touches on my uh, Stutz Expo business website, which I'm quite excited about. So uh, I'm going to start sort of launching that and publicizing it in the hope of picking up some some project work I was going to do it this morning come on Ruth. I was going to do it this morning but uh, when I tried to post the link on Facebook for some reason <clears throat> the image that comes up is one of the images from my gallery instead of the front of the website <clears throat> so that has to be fixed And we've got, uh, in fact, yesterday, this is, this is how, you know, appetites grow. When we first started coming here with the kids, what, 10, 15 years ago, there was no internet in the house. <laughs> and so if they wanted to go online, they had to go to the coffee shop and use their internet. <laughs> and then we got the internet. And that was like, God, this is much better. I can't believe you're taking us into a primitive cave with no internet, Dad. <laughs> now, <coughs> excuse me. Now, of course, we have the internet, but it's not because it's a three-story house, <clears throat> and the route is in the uh, ground floor. We uh, quite have enough reach to have the internet upstairs. Well, very stable internet anyway, even though we had a booster. So, today, I mean yesterday rather, we had the technicians in and they've put some sort of <coughs> equipment in the house which makes sure there are no dead zones, as they call them, <coughs> anywhere in the house. The reason we needed this is because we've built this sort of workout area on the top terrace which is where Christina does her, uh, her fitness classes, Zoom fitness classes. So people dial in from, you know, all over the globe. And, uh, hey, what are you doing? Just don't chase cats. We don't do that. <laughs> I thought you'd overcome that particular weakness. Oh, God. <clears throat> so, yeah. Technician came yesterday and uh, he's fitted this new uh, mesh. I don't know if that's just a Spanish word or it's a universal word, but anyway, we've got these two mesh units that kind of bounce the signal all over the house. Which is good because it means that Christina can do her fitness classes from the roof without fear of losing the signal, which was happening. So she, she's up and running. 
and I am, uh, well, getting there. You know, I just don't know what's going to happen. I think this whole kind of Delta variant is probably going to put the uh, brakes on the live events industry again. It's just beginning to sort of restart. I say live events, I mean business to business trade shows and conferences. This is what I do. Yeah, that may just slow down again. <clears throat> so it could be another six months. Anyway, it is what it is. None of us anticipated the coronavirus. <laughs> it's like Monty Python, isn't it? Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Anyway, I don't have to worry about that for the next three or four days, runes, because we are going on to the sea. <clears throat> I have just finished reading Midshipman Hornblower by C.S. Forster, Forrester, <laughs> which is a heck of a good read. You might think it's a bit of a kind of a prep school boy type thing, but actually, they're really good books. <clears throat> Accurate and authentic in their naval, you know, tales because uh, Forrester actually went to Greenwich to get the, uh, the Naval Chronicles, the original Naval Chronicles. <clears throat> and he said, I, I, don't need to, I didn't need to make up stories because, in, in terms of fiction, because fact was so exciting. Now, they recorded faithfully everything that happened out at sea in the, you know, years of the Napoleonic Wars and, you know, around about the Peninsula War. And uh, fabulous. I mean, it's, people say, oh, is it about, because he call, he's called Horatio Hornblower, the, uh, the key protagonist. And people say, is it about Horatio Nelson? Well, he was kind of cagey about that. And I'm hesitating here because there's a car backing into our street. I mean, a, 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 forgetting my English words, a Forbonetta, <laughs> what does that mean? It's a van, a van. There's almost everybody in La Heredia, I think, is having some work done in their house right now. <clears throat> anyway, I will say thank you for listening to this podcast. Rooney and I appreciate it very much, don't we, Rooney? So we're over the thousand mark now in terms of downloads. Well, well over the thousand, because it used to tell me every download. Now it only tells me that I've got over a thousand. So anyway, thank you. And uh, we will podcast again maybe from the high seas of around Mallorca. Speak to you soon.